0: When it's different, it's different. Go position by position. Ain't no issue in commission. As a commission, I just listen. They envision my vision and my division. I'm stealing. Cause I'll be willing to deal. If I meet a trade, cause I'm a fiend. I'm a junkie, ayy. And I'm a junkie, ayy. Ain't no denying my supply. I'm a junkie, ayy. See, I'm a junkie, hey, and I'm a junkie, hey. Be getting high off my supply, I'm a junkie, ay.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 154 of the Dynasty Junkies podcast A proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Pro- uh, Podcast Network The DAP Network, if you will, and we do, we love the DAP Network over here uh, I am by myself tonight, Rocky had a family issue come up And wasn't able to make it at the last minute, which is fine I know he's not going to the expo, but I am And I'm very excited because we've got the... Uh, the father of the expo the uh, the creator of the expo on the line with us tonight bob lung how are you tonight bob
2: doing great man hanging out here at the uh double tree hotel downtown Canton. the bar is filled with fantasy folks scott fish ryan mcdowell uh yeah gamma martinez and mauricio Guterres from mexico um yes. we are, we are we're we're jam-packed we're drinking we're having a great time and um uh, I'm so thrilled to be a part of your show, brother.
1: Oh, no, this is I know when I asked you about this a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hey, it'll be the <laughs> Thursday before the the expo. Are you good to do this? And you were like, yeah, sure. Sign me up. And then as it was getting closer, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, I, I just like, Bob <laughs> no, it, works fine. it works you know, fine. So. Well, again, if you're watching live on YouTube, you can see he is at the Doubletree right now at the actual event, uh, again, preparing for a fun weekend. I know a lot of people are traveling in today. I'm actually yep. leaving tomorrow morning and very excited to meet up. I got the poker tournament at noon, uh, hopefully. Oh yeah, you gotta, you, you
2: gotta get here early, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm leaving at like 7.30 and uh, driving right. from Cincinnati, so I'm pretty excited. But uh, I know the, the main point that I wanted to get into tonight, I mean, we are a Dynasty podcast. I, I definitely want to talk a little bit about Dynasty and get into Absolutely. some of that. But the, the main topic, of course, is the expo. I know at this point, you're either going or you're not. This isn't going to convince people <laughs> to change their minds, right? Uh, unless they live we in We or something. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there might be some people in Cleveland that are on the fence and you're just like, there I don't go. know, that maybe they're listening tonight.
2: Hey, but, um, Cincinnati is
1: what, three hours away? Bro, you can be here. Three and a half, four hours. Yeah. And, right. and I think the, the yeah. other fun part of this is it's in Ohio. It's at the Hall of yeah. Fame. It's one of those things like everybody should check it out at least once. Like, go, go have yeah. a fun time. And I think the other benefit in, in a way of this is it starts technically tonight. Right. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of different people showing up tonight. And There's the a expo lot of people itself here. Is until Sunday. So it's a, you got a whole weekend of fun.
2: Right. Yeah. Tonight's kind of the unofficial party It's the official, unofficial. We all hang out at the bar uh, kind of thing. Tomorrow night we kick off the whole weekend with the uh, Friday night party at Centennial Plaza here downtown. Uh, We have the drafts all day Saturday. We have the Saturday night party at Tom Benson Hall of Fame stadium. Uh, And then of course, Sunday is at the expo at the dome. And I'm telling you, bro, when you get to that dome, you're going to walk in and go, Oh, Wow. (laughs) It is huge, yeah. really but it's going to be so much fun. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm really excited. I know last couple of years I've gone. It's been, you know mostly been at the uh, the DoubleTree where you're at right now. Right, it sounds like the only real event in in theory anyway is the uh, the karaoke on Sunday night. I think is at the DoubleTree. Is that correct?
2: Well, yes. So I mean, you know, obviously Centennial Plaza is just three blocks up from you know the DoubleTree. So you know that's that's why a lot of people stay here um but yeah so you know a lot of things now this year are going to be at the hall of fame village and you know so we're really excited about that um they continue to grow next year they're going to have a water park maybe they're yeah. uh, they're going to build a hotel there on campus so as this continues to grow we'll continue to grow this event and we're just excited to have so many people in uh biggest names i mean tez bryant is yes. coming to the expo folks he's going to play in the flag football tournament. You imagine we're going to watch Dez Bryant in action against like fat people like me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They're not going to play against him. Uh, There's no way I'm guarding him. I'm not even, I'm not even going to try, but just the fact that Dez Bryant's going to play black football in our tournament is so much fun. He's really excited. He's got a new product called high point that he's going to promote on Sunday at the expo at noon. If you live anywhere near Canton, Ohio, Please come in town, check out the expo. Even if it's just Sunday, you're really going to have a great time.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what I love about this is it becomes this whole weekend. It becomes this whole event, right? I mean, you get the the kind of entry parties and things like welcoming in tonight and tomorrow with the poker tournament and the the welcoming party and all that and then saturday a bunch of events like flag football like it's it's becoming a whole thing and that's what makes it so much fun and so much worthwhile mm-hmm. to go both for content creators and fans alike right And yeah. there's a lot of people to meet and a lot of people to hang out but you don't have to create content to go to this thing which i think no is no this brilliant.
2: is this is a, you know we're all fans of each other i mean you know i try to tell people like oh there's only content creators i'm like no we're all fans You know, people buy my consistency guide. You know, if I play in an IDP league or a dynasty league, I'm going to check out, obviously, Andrew's stuff. And, you know, or, you know, whatever site that I need, because all these experts are here to help me. And, you know, I'm there to help them in drafts and help them with their consistency model. But I'm also here to learn from dynasty Mm -hmm. folks like Andrew, uh, IDP folks, uh, you know, uh, prop bets, sports betting, all that great stuff. It's all here and you're going to meet all of it. In addition to that, you can't meet some of the best of the best. I mean, are you kidding me? Britt Flynn is here from Fantasy Alarm. It doesn't get any better than that. Say hi, Britt. Hello. Hi, Britt. See, Britt's here. This Fan is one of the smartest
1: what's in this yeah.
2: industry. She knows her stuff. Stop it, Bob. She is my favorite <laughs> by far, always. So definitely come to the Expo. And Women of Fantasy... Are going to be oh, yeah. here. They're going to have the first ever Queens Classic. The fourteen of the best female fantasy football experts in the country will be drafting live from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We are so excited for that event. Uh, it's so just, cool. you got to be here. You got to yeah. be here. Well,
1: and so again with the with. The- the expo in mind i do have a couple of questions we have some news we want to talk about and obviously want to get into some consistency and i don't want to keep you Absolutely. too long i know you're having
2: a fun time no no no. i'm perfectly fine all good man. i just
1: know that i would want to get going i want to good drinking with everybody that's just where i'm excited <laughs> Dude, and I, I have Steve my tomorrow. drink I, I, we're, we're here hell yeah man hell yeah well let's let's talk about some news real quick just i want to get your, your news bites on some of this i mean alvin kamara officially suspended three games are we worried I, at all about alvin kamara like What are you thinking about that? I mean, obviously, running backs tend to, you know, dip off a little bit, but is three games that big of a deal to you, Bob?
2: I don't think it's a big of a deal, but let's be honest. Alvin Kamara wasn't that good last year, and he played in all the games. Um, You know, last year, I remember drafting him in the second round because I didn't think he'd get suspended. He didn't, but he really wasn't the value that we know out of Alvin Kamara. Now they bring in Jamal Williams, who might steal a lot of the goal line carries. Yeah. I'm very concerned and i be honest with you. I'm probably not going to draft Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna stay pretty far away from that now, maybe I'll draft Jamal Williams down the road, especially even a league that you know that hey, if I can get him, maybe he hand, he handles the same touchdown ratios he did with Detroit. That would be fantastic. um but yeah, I'm just I just don't see it happening. He's getting up in age, you know he's gonna be suspended. It's just not a not a place where I'd feel like. Alvin Camaro's got the value that I want out of him this year. Now, yeah, you can draft him a little bit later. Maybe if he falls in the fifth or sixth round and he's my RB two or three, maybe. Sure. But sure. now that he's not suspended for six or eight games like we thought, he's probably going to start being second, third round. I'm not sure he's worth the value.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know if I want him in a second or third. That feels a little risky to me. I'd much rather, yeah. like you said, much rather wait till the fifth or sixth and kind of look yeah. up on some other people. It's going to depend on what draft you're into and how risky people want to be, right? Exactly. You know, There's somewhere just they only look at ADP and he'll fall further. So that's where it's going
2: yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Great. a similar
1: page of this, though, with the Saints, they almost signed Cream Hunt, right? There was some
2: yeah. news, I guess, that came yeah. out. That I don't know what that was ADP. all about. There's no way they were signing him. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: weird, right? And then, yeah. That, it's just the fact that they might or that it was even kind of kicked around makes me, I think everybody, a little worried about Kendra Miller. Like, obviously, they drafted Kendra to what well, seems like anyway to be the complement to Jamal right. Williams
2: and take Agreed. over the
1: Camaro role. But if they're going to sign Hunt or even threaten to sign Hunt, are you yeah. worried about Kendra Miller both in redraft and in dynasties? Is I mean, again,
2: kind of like kind of like Alvin Camaro, I'm not drafting Kendra Miller. I mean, right now, if I'm going to draft anybody from the Saints, I'm definitely in on Chris Olave. I'm definitely going to draft Mike Thomas a little bit later. Michael Thomas, because I feel like, well, if he can be healthy um, and if I'm in a two-quarterback league or I need a good, solid backup, I'm going to draft Derek Carr. Let's be Heck honest, yeah. folks. Last year for the Raiders, he was actually very consistent until they decided just to bail on him. I think he could be very productive and very consistent. Now, he's not going to put up 30-point weeks. Sure. But if you want a 20- 20 to 25-point week, I think he could be that guy, and especially in a super flex, two-quarterback kind of league, I think Derek Carr can be very productive. I'm perfectly fine with drafting him in those scenarios. Not as a starter and a one-quarterback, but as a backup or as a two-quarterback league, I'm, I think I'm very easily persuaded to be able to draft Derek Carr.
1: agree with you. And I think Derek Carr is one of those guys that I've seen a couple of different places where I've been able to get him. And one of them was in Scott Fishbowl. I got him as my QB2. Right. Yeah, perfect spot. With that scoring and everything in a super flex league, like I love him as a QB2. I actually have him on the Dynasty Junkies 3 team where we have them and and our shared team that we all have together. Uh, It's a 14-team super flex dynasty kind of thing with all three of us have one team. Uh, it was chaos for the draft, which was great. But I, again, I think I'm with you. I think Derek Carr is going to be amazing this year. I think, yeah, yeah, regardless yeah. of Camara and all that, I mean, you still got a lava. You got Michael Thomas potentially coming back. We don't know what that's going to be, right? Uh, but yeah, I think the Saints are going to look very different this year, and there's a very high likelihood that they go marching into the playoffs, right? I mean, let's be honest. Like, they, I mean, I yeah, in that division, yeah, right yeah.
2: yeah, there's it's the, the division is wide open. I mean, last year, what, the Buck, the, the Bucketeers, like, backed in at, like, I don't know, seven and nine or something yeah, yeah. or seven and whatever it was. Uh, so, yeah, I think the states have all the potential in the world to be division winners and make playoffs, even if it's, you know, at, you know, seven and nine or eight, and nine or nine and eight. Yeah. They could easily take that division with no Tom Brady in Tampa Bay um, you know, that's a weak division for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, Atlanta might be coming up and Carolina just got a rookie. Like there's some question right. marks on all yeah, of the there's other all, teams. So oh yeah.
2: No, it's a very, happen. yeah, exactly. I love it.
1: Well, and again, the other part of this hunt news was
2: that he didn't
1: sign with new Orleans and kind of went to Indianapolis where there's been some, you know, hullabaloo about Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor. Do you think Taylor sits out? Do you feel like that's actually going to happen, or is he? I don't to...
2: know about that, but I'm very concerned about his situation. Um, you know, usually what happens with guys who hold out like that, even if they do come back, guess what? They didn't work out all winter or all or all winter, all August. Then they come back, and usually what happens? They blow a hamstring or pop oh, this yeah. in week one or yeah. two, and now okay, now they're out half of the year. I. I Again, just like Alvin Kamara, I want nothing to do with Johnson Taylor at this point. He's off my radar. No,
1: I'm I'm entirely with you. I think that's where again we were talking about Kamara. Like, where would you draft him? I've seen Kamara going in like that fourth, fifth, sixth range. Yeah, Taylor's not. Taylor's going in that oh, no. range in almost every draft. Yeah, and right. I think he's he's still got a lot of risk, and I've seen him. And now was actually just in one. Now it was a it's a charity league where it's a lineup setting and everything. It's not best ball, but he went in the I think it was the back end of the third round. Like his ADP, wow. I think is going to start falling. And yeah. that spot, it's like, oh, wait a minute, hang on, that might be worth it because if he plays the whole season, that could be a league
2: winner. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I see him at that value. Now all of a sudden, okay, I'm in uh, because now I can draft two stud wide receivers and now I get right. Jonathan Taylor as my first. Even if he misses a few games in the beginning, but I'm still a little worried about him not really being ready for the season. So if he goes out yep. there and blows a hammy or, you know, tears something right off the bat because he's not training with the team – or maybe just has a piss-poor attitude, which can well, happen too. Then, you know, like, hey, I yeah. don't know if I want to really care for this team because they don't care about me. But these running backs have to realize that, guess what? Nobody cares about running backs. So if you want to even get paid $10 million a year, you still have to perform because this is what the world is bringing, whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where it gets weird too because he's got obviously a rookie quarterback than Anthony Richardson. Like, yeah. you kind of want to get as many reps as you can with him. I mean, even something as simple as a handoff from a rookie, from someone you've never taken a handoff from, as much as Jonathan Taylor is good, you got to get the basic mechanics down. And I just feel weird that he's missing this time to kind of build that rapport with his quarterback. And I'm sure that obviously Anthony Richardson would love that. I'd love to have Jonathan Taylor buying him on this offense. And that's kind of what he was expected (laughs) to do. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, the only other piece that I kind of wanted to bring up, and it's kind of still related into this running back group is the, uh, The Dalvin Cook not being signed yet. I mean, Hmm. does it make sense to you? It kind of does to me, but I want to hear your thoughts. Why is Dalvin still a free agent right now?
2: I think because Dalvin once paid $12 to $14 million a year. You know, he thinks he's a top running back. Guess what, gang? It's not happening. They're not going to pay you that kind of money. Um, I don't care how good you think you are. That is not the market at this point. And when there's people like, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, and those kind of players who aren't even signed for any amount of money, dude, you're not going to get paid. You are not going to get that. You're going to take the $10 million, which is, you know, basically what a franchise tag is, and that's what you're going to get. Yep. And you either take it or leave it. If $10 million. If if te- yeah, like if you can't live on $10 million, well, sorry. <laughs> Go play in Canadian football, right? No, I mean, I, I, can, I don't know what to tell you. Idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. You, running backs work hard there, but guess what? Right now that is not what they're paying money to. So you have to decide whether you want to hold out or you want to get paid eight or $9 million and suck it up and only live in a, you know, <laughs> whatever. And that's just what it's coming down to. And yeah, I get it. Maybe you don't think that's fair, but it's like anything. That's what the market is bearing, and you either can play or you cannot play and make nothing. So yeah. you have to make that decision, guys. Well, That's the way we're Tira- looking down. I mean, again, I'm not drafting him in anywhere. Oh, God, I, don't give yeah. a- I don't care what, what round he's at. I'm not drafting him because I don't know what's going to happen. I want players that I know are going to play. Yeah. Well, and
1: I think to Dalvin and Zeke and Fournette, all of them, even Hunt to an extent, yeah, are, are right. really better off waiting for an injury and kind of needing a, yeah. a team that needs them is willing right. to pay that money. But and even again,
2: then, I mean, you're seeing the guys being signed right now. It's you know, it's it's the Latavius Murray's. It's it's right. those kind of guys. They could pay two, three million dollars. They're happy with what their scenario is, and that's yeah. the way it's going to be. If you want to take six or eight million dollars, somebody will sign you, but you're not going to get paid ten to fourteen million dollars. It's just not going to happen. And they have to realize that. And I don't care if somebody gets hurt or not. They'll just sign somebody else at that $2, $3, 5000000 million range. Yeah. And they'll just put in those players because you know what? They want to play football and they want to make money. $5 million is okay for them. Yeah. And Kareem Hunt's probably going to be one of those guys that are going to go, I'll take the $5 million because, yeah. you know. Better than zero. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and and if he plays at Indy and Jonathan Tanner doesn't, Hey, that's a great value at that point if you can get him.
1: Heck yeah. And I think too with this, some of this too, with these veterans, like they don't want to be in the preseason. They don't want to they don't need training camp. Like they don't want to yeah, take right. the trip. So there's right. no reason for them to sign, is really what it could be yeah. Out yeah, in yeah. My book. Like, exactly. There's, there's no benefit. They're not getting the money they want, and they have to do extra work. Like, no, I'm not gonna do more yep. or less. That's not how they exactly. Work. So it makes total sense to me. I just keep expecting Dalvin to find a spot, but there aren't that many spots left. That I, you know, I
2: mean I point. thought Miami was the place, but again, Maybe I don't too. think Miami wants to hand him $12 million or whatever he thinks he wants. They're yeah. going to give him eight to 10 and that, and he's got to live with it or he's going to live without it. Probably going to be without it.
1: But yeah. on that note, we did have a question from one of our, uh, our favorite fans, I guess you would call it Ridley, Ridley oh. truth. Recovering Ridley Truther. Uh, he <laughs> wanted to ask a question kind of about some of the running backs we talked about, but he said, do you guys foresee dynasty history repeating itself with the, Wide receiver, running back, QB carousel, and how their values always change. Or one day will RBs be top dog? The late round QB making a comeback. People realize which wide receiver range really matters. Like he kind of is kind of going all over the place. But it's just basically saying, like, do you feel like we're in in for a change? Like, is this maybe the the calm before the storm, or like is this sort of a, an impetus of something about to happen? At running backs we're talking about, but even then, like all the the value carousel, the way things are changing all over the place, is a running back going to get a resurgence? Do you think, or is this kind of the way it's going to be?
2: I think this is the way it's gonna be. This is a path. The NFL is a passing league. We all know that. We've all seen it. And now those wide receivers are getting paid. For God's sakes, what did Javante Parker just get paid? Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. And it's like three million this right? guy, Yeah. And it's like, Really? You're gonna pay this dude? I mean, and even tight ends, like Cole Komet signed a four year, like fifty million dollar contract. Like Cole Komet, really. Cole making more than running backs?
1: Yeah. Devon part a two-year $10 million deal. Yeah.
2: yeah which is just and three. so yeah, I think these I mean, you know, it's one of those situations where like if I had a kid, you know, if I had a child and he wanted to play NFL, like, dude, be a receiver, be a tight end, yeah. don't be a running back, you know. Don't <laughs> it's be it's a not, running back. You know, you're not line gonna linebacker. get paid. Yeah. Which, it's you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, we we're all about it, right? It was all yeah. about the wide, the running backs. That is gone. This is a passing league, and if you're a wide receiver, you're going to get paid. Or a tight end, you're going to get paid. If you're a running back, no matter how good you are, Saquon Barkley's and you know yeah. Austin Eckler's and, and Dalvin Cooks and whoever out there, you're going to make ten million dollars a year. It might go up a little bit each year. You might go to eleven. It might go to twelve. But you're not getting paid sixty million dollars like Christian Kirk. It ain't going to happen. Sorry.
1: And I completely agree with you. I don't think that this is a carousel that's going to change. I think running backs are kind of have been seeing this happen for the last five or even 10 years, really. Uh, where yeah. contracts have just been kind of laughed at. I know when Zeke got that big contract, everybody was like, what are they doing? Like, that just doesn't make sense. And right now we're seeing the F, you know, obviously Zeke's not even on the team anymore. The team had to eat a bunch yeah. of cap. I just don't think that that's going to happen again. If anything, it's going to get worse. It's going to get, you know, lower and lower, unfortunately. So I, I kind of I
2: don't forget lower, that. but I think it's going to be below wide receivers. Oh, for sure. Know? I'm just saying, well, yeah. like, I mean, you're
1: not going to see the big three- or four-year deals for running backs. Oh, years, no, no, that's no. going to no. happen.
2: Yeah. 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 Like maybe if you're a stud as a rookie and you're 24. Like Bijan, right? Like a, a, yeah, like a yeah. yeah. So maybe something like that. And after two or three years, maybe you get a pretty decent long-term deal. But I still don't think it's going to be that. 15 20 million dollars that these wide receivers are getting by any stretch of the imagination correct 100 percent agree
1: all right so that's pretty much where i wanted to go in the news is kind of some of that running back carousel news and i love ridley truth for, for giving us that question because again I, I think it's something worth talking about but sure. for me it's an easy no they're not it's not going to change i don't think unless something drastic happens with the position or some sort of you know cba comes out where they can bargain us something different i don't know yeah i don't, I don't think,
2: think it's, it's going to happen, happen. So
1: we'll get into some of the main topic, but before I get into the expo, I want to talk about consistency. I know you're big with the consistency guide. I bought that in the past. It's always very helpful to kind of see. Thank you. Um, I know Dynasty is something where it's, uh, you know, year over year, you keep your whole team. It's always nice to know what what players are, are better, in a sense, and who is more consistent for your lineups. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'm, I know I've asked you this before. You've been on the show before, but, like, how do you use that consistency model in Dynasty? Is there, Do you use a different tweak to it? Do you kind of take a different lens to it? Or how do you kind of manipulate that for the Dynasty leagues?
2: You know, I, I mean, I'm still looking at the consistency of players, especially young players, you know, like a Najee Harris who last year was 73% consistent on a bad foot, a bad offensive line and a rookie quarterback. Yeah. He's not that old. So, you know, some people who may have like I'm done with him, I don't think he's got that didn't look at the consistency model to know how really good they were. They he was 14th in total points. People were like, "All right, he's not he's out of the top 12." And that's what he's going is like the 14th running back. Guess what? His consistency actually put him in the top 7. Yeah. From a running back perspective on an NC team. Yeah. Yeah. On a team that improved their offensive line greatly in the off season. They drafted a guy that drafted in in free agent. Um, You know, now Kenny Pickett's a year older. You've got a better, you know, you've got Mike Tomlin still your coach, who's going to definitely be very productive on the run game. So I feel like this is a great time. If like, hey, you want to make that trade, go, hey, um, how about if I trade you this guy for Najee Harris? And Somebody's like, Yeah, I'm kind of done with him. He's not really there or what I need him to be. Those are the kind of people that you want to draft or trade for and help your team from a dynasty perspective because that consistency model shows you this player can help you on a week-to-week basis. That's what it's out there for. I mean, I mean, you and I play in some dynasty leagues together, you know that's what I'm looking at when I'm yep. looking at trades and, and certainly you know trying to find those kind of guys that I can kind of grab at a bargain that I can know can give me some good two to three years. You know, I think the, the, the days of, Hey, this guy's going to play for seven years and I'm going to get him now. That's gone. I mean, you, especially running backs, you get them for two, three years, you can be productive and then dump them before somebody knows that they're kind of falling apart. That's what you want to do in this thing. Um, Wide receivers, a little bit different. Quarterbacks are a little bit different, but, you know, the consistency model and that is consistency guide that you can get on Amazon. Uh, just yep. type in, you know, 2023 consistency guide. It's, this guy can help you in your dynasty league to find those players that others don't realize have been consistent. They don't know it. You can grab them at a pretty good value. That's what the guide will help you with in a dynasty league for sure.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the only only other question I guess I had on, on that kind of page was in general, you know, would you say there is any position that is more consistent than the others? Right. Like I know that it's obviously yeah. within positions it matters, but is there like, is there some value in kind of what we all think that the receiver position is more consistent than the running Absolutely. back position and so on? Like, do you feel like, and that's you nailed still
2: it. You yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You nailed it. Wide yeah. receivers are more consistent. Uh, running backs are probably second. <clears throat> quarterbacks believe it or not are a lot less than they used to be i mean okay. you know if you're in a redraft league versus dynasty you'll notice that there's a lot of people really focused on the top four top five guys jalen hurts josh allen patrick mahomes joe Burrow, those kind of guys why because they're more consistent than the other players at that position you know a lot of people go oh uh, you know i can get this guy that guy well what you don't understand is like those players are fifty to sixty percent consistent. That means half of the games they're not helping you to be the QB one you need them to be that week. Right. So, and it may, may, you know, especially if you're in like a super flex or two quarterback league dynasty, all of a sudden you got to find those players that can help you long term, like a Daniel Jones or you know uh, those kind of players that believe it or not, like you're very consistent second half of last year. They've got he's got Brian Dable. You know these are the kind of guys that will help you. Um, but yeah, wide receivers are first, running backs are second, quarterbacks are third, tight ends. Oh, don't even start. Well, and Travis that's Kelsey. exactly where I wanted to land. Travis is the tight Kelsey, ends are not consistent. Yeah. yeah, they are not. Travis Kelsey, obviously, you know, but you got to find those guys like Dallas Garter, Dallas Goddard, who is 89% consistent until he got hurt, uh, Tyler Higbee. Who in the first six games of the year when Matthew Stafford's was quarterback was five out of six in consistency. Those are the kind of people you need to find at super low values that can help your team in a league that you got to start a tight end, or maybe that's a two tight end or a flex or whatever. You got to find those guys that are consistent. Tight ends are horrible for that. You know, there's very few that really will help you on a long-term basis. The guide will help you show those people that might be able to you might be able to get at a good value um, like God or like Higby that can, or, you know, or people that might have potential like Irv Smith that could be consistent this year. Well,
1: and I think too, with, uh, with consistency, it's it's always an interesting conversation too, because consistency implies like a floor in a sense, right? Like you're trying to get like the most consistent play you can and Mm -hmm. floor is good. Ceiling is good too. Right. So I guess I'm curious, how does your consistency model look at ceiling or does it kind of, just pay attention more to how much they mean. No, it
2: really, it really pays attention to floor because it's hard to predict ceiling, right? We can predict floor because that's what their consistency model is showing is floor. So, you know, like a Dallas Goddard who was 89% consistent until he got hurt, you know, that's got a very high floor that you can count on a weekly basis. If he has a big week, that's just a bonus, but you can get him in round five in a redraft league, Um, Or maybe you can trade for him now while people not realize that, hey, this guy was really consistent last year. And and they were like, oh, wow, he was hurt, blah, blah, blah. I'm writing him off. I don't care. But he might be a guy you could, again, you could trade for, add to your team that might help you for a year or two with Jalen Hurts there because he definitely had a great camaraderie with Goddard in that system.
1: No, I love it. And then obviously with Dynasty, it's always a, a long game. I guess in yeah. your knowledge and your and maybe the last question we'll get into about this, in your in your knowledge in this model of the consistency model that you've got, are there players that stand out that have been consistent consistently? You know what I mean? Like is there players that yeah. are like consistent <laughs> every year?
2: <laughs> there there certainly are. Um, you know, Keenan Allen has always been that guy. Yeah. Like every year, he's not gonna set the world on fire. But man, you want to talk about a guy that can lock in. 10 to 15 points a week, every week, you know, and be that man for you. He's that man. Now, he's also 31 years old. Can he be that man this year, or is he done? Tough call, but he's one of those guys that maybe you can get as a wide receiver three. That's a great value, yeah, you know, for a guy that used to be a wide receiver one. Uh, but people are like, oh, he's old. He's done. Yeah, like, eh, maybe not. You know, got to remember this year we got Kellen Moore in, in, in Los Angeles for the Chargers. Um, they're going to definitely throw the ball a lot more than they did in the past. They're going to be less run, more, more high-end offense. You know, but a Mike Williams, who's always been not as consistent but still there, again, this could be a guy that could break out this year with the long ball scenario that Calum Moore likes to bring to that offense. And we know Justin Herbert can be that guy. Last year was a terrible year for him just because of health. You know, he played through some terrible rib injuries, but he was there every week. You know, he wasn't consistent last year. Let's remember two years ago, he was third in total points and third in consistency amongst all quarterbacks. Here's a guy you can get in the fifth round, sixth round in a redraft league. If you want to pass on the big four, perfectly fine with that. Grab Justin Herbert in round five. You'll be happy you did.
1: That's a, that's good advice too. And I think with dynasty too, it's like, you can look at some of these as like trade targets, right? You can say, okay, well, maybe this is the guy I should go get Keenan Allen. Of course, in dynasty is not going to be that expensive. So if you need a receiver and are looking to go all in, he might be somebody you can target. That's very, yeah. he
2: could be a great throw in like, Hey, trade me this guy for that guy, throw in Keenan Allen. He's 30 years old. Nobody wants him. I'll take him for this year. You know, especially if you're that one of those, I mean, you know, me, you see me playing these leagues. I'm all about I want to win every year, so yes. I'm all in for this year versus the long term. So I love it. I'm going to trade, trade my picks away. Give me guys I think I can win with this year. I'm going for the title. Doesn't work. Fine. And I'll do it again next year.
1: Heck yeah. It's a man. different that's approach. The, that's, that's the way to do it, man. That's the way to do it. It's so much more fun to kind of win that title and try to every year. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah Don't yeah. give up too
2: much. But just yeah, I'm not going to win three years in a row, but if I can win like every third year, that's still a victory. <laughs> I'm with
1: you 100%. Well, all right. So let's get into some expo talk. I did have a couple of questions I wanted to run by you. Again, sure. I don't want to keep you too long from the party No, the I'm story. fine, man. We're good. I'm jealous and at the same time, like, so excited to get there tomorrow. But <laughs> I gotcha. uh, I only had a couple of them. You mentioned Dez before. I wanted to talk a little bit about this in case anyone listening or watching. I mean, obviously, Dez Bryant has been out of the league for a little while, but he's yeah. still very talented and more talented oh, yeah. than almost anyone else playing in that flag football tournament. But is Dez doing anything else? Is he going to be at the Expo? Is he signing
2: autographs? I know I think
1: he's doing a, a, a booth or, or not a booth maybe. But yeah, like yeah. But what so, else is he doing
2: this weekend? Yeah, so Dez will be in Saturday morning. He'll be there for the flag football for sure. He'll definitely be at the Saturday night party uh, that we're having at the stadium. Um, and then, of course, he'll be there all day Sunday. So Sunday at noon – um, He will be presenting on behalf of his company, his new g- fantasy game called high point, right. which is a NFT fantasy football game. Uh, so you definitely want to be here for that. So yeah, he's super jacked. If you, if you follow his Twitter or his Instagram, dude, oh. he was showing videos today of him training and doing steps and all these crazy things. I'm like, you people are all in trouble playing <laughs> yeah, this and playing yeah. football, man. I don't want to be anywhere near that scenario. Ugh. I'm just excited to watch them just devour these people. <laughs> oh man, me too. So, I'll be
1: honest though; part of me is a little jealous that I'm not going to get my ankles broken by Mister no,
2: Des Bryant. I don't you know want my mean? ankles broken. Good, I'm just exc- I just, a just want story. to videotape it so I can watch.
1: <laughs> no, that's a good point. I am excited to watch. That's going to be a fun. It's always a fun event, but it's going to be more fun, I think, with Des on the field and kind of mm-hmm. I'm going nuts on people. It's just that's just going to be. So much yeah, fun. should be um, fun. Do you know? Is, is he doing autographs? I know some people are asking. I don't know. That. I, I mean, I
2: mean, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, hey, if you walk up to him and hand him a jersey to sign. I, I assume he will. I'm, I'm gonna say, you know, probably, but I'm not gonna guarantee anything. I don't. You know, I'm gonna speak for him. Yeah. But he's so excited to be a part of this community this weekend. I can't believe he wouldn't. Right. Bring That's it. Kind
1: of where I'm at. Yeah. You
2: know, like bring it to the parties you know, bring it to the expo. He's going to have their, you know, they have their own booth. I, I, I assume he will. I mean, again, I'm not going to guarantee anything. It's, not, it's yeah. not my job to do that. Right. But I feel like, you know, he's pretty excited to be a part of this community. Uh, I'd be hard pressed to believe that he wouldn't.
1: No, I'm with you too. And I think uh, the other question in, in relation, I guess, to that was, there is potential for some weather, and you might know better than I, you live there and you're there now, Uh, What do you think the weather is looking to be for this weekend? Is there going to be any rain? I know that was kind of in the forecast earlier this week.
2: So right now, as of this, uh, this afternoon, when I looked Friday is going to be beautiful. Saturday, Sunday is going to be beautiful. Saturday, they're calling for some severe thunderstorms in the afternoon. Yeah. So I'm hoping it all blows through. Our party doesn't start till seven. Luckily this year I was smart and I move the uh, flag football into the dome.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
2: So we wouldn't have to play outside. So if the rains come, the storms come, they'll blow through, everything will be gone by seven o'clock for the party in the end zone at at the stadium. So right now it looks good. Let's pray that the good Lord just, keeps it right there.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just glad that the, the football's inside at least. I know yeah. I, I thought oh, yeah. I saw that on the thing. I just wanted to clarify because I know, and I know a lot of people deal.
2: were very disappointed because they wanted to play on you know the field that hey they had the Hall of Fame game there last yes. week, which we did last year. But I always said you don't know Ohio weather. Yeah. It's very unpredictable. As much as I want to play on the big field, I'd rather be inside and know that hey You know, there's a very good chance. And here's the other thing. Saturday is supposed to be like 88 degrees. Yeah. Super humid because that's where the storms are going to come from. So my thought is is that I always said, hey, we have that kind of weather. Do we want to be playing outside in 88 degrees? I don't. Not that I would anyway. (sighs) But let's go inside. Let's go in the dome. (laughs) It's air conditioned. It's perfect. It's protected. We should be good. So I think we're good. As of right now, everything looks like we'll be fine. For the whole weekend that for the events were outdoors friday's perfect like 10 percent chance of rain nothing serious sunday's supposed to be great but we're gonna be inside the dome all day anyway uh saturday yeah. so far looks like outside of the major thunderstorm in the afternoons we should be good
1: all right well and with that i guess too I, I was curious i know i think i have my answer but i'm curious what is the one event this weekend that you're looking forward to the most I
2: know there's so many fun things
1: going on, and it may be hard to pick your favorite child, but I'm just curious which one is like standing out as your most excited.
2: Well, I don't know how anybody cannot say that watching Des Bryan in a flag football yeah. tournament isn't what we all want to see. I mean, somebody asked me if they had to pay to get in, and I said no, and I'm like, damn, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. But no, it's fine. Again, I'm so excited. I mean, I feel like this will be the most attracted flight football tournament in the world right now. That that Everybody's going to come and want to see him play. I want to see him play. I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, You know, I mean, the people that are playing with him are all people from his team. Um, But I'm not going to lie. Like a month and a half ago, we had a Zoom call, me, Des, and his his business partner. And I said to Des, I go, Des, are you going to create a team? And he said... Well, I th- do you care if I bring some friends? And I go, what do you mean by friends? He goes, well, I thought about reaching out to T.O. and maybe Ocho Cinco. Uh, and, and I'm like, wait a minute, dude. If you bring those people, this is a national, this is a national treasure becomes, at this point, man. News. Yeah. But oh my gosh. at this point, it doesn't appear he's bringing those people. This is Dez Bryant. We don't know. Yeah. Show up. Tony Romo may walk out into the field. I have no idea because yeah. this is Dez, and Dez is kind of, like, unpredictable, right? So it. we'll see what happens. Maybe it's just common people throwing to Dez, but I could throw it to Dez. You throw it high, <sighs> and his 6'4 body is going to bring it down, right? Yeah. So I, I'm excited. that I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be the most exciting event of the weekend. I'm really looking forward to Expo Day because we have so many people. We're inside this yes. dome which I told you before, when you walk in, you're going to go, whoa, this is big. I mean, well, we have all the 50 st- trade too, show right? booths. We have a main yeah. stage with 300 chairs for people to watch. And we still haven't touched the football field that's in the middle of it. Oh, that's going to be great. And I guess maybe I, it was sort of a leading question
1: because I knew you were going to answer that. Yeah. But I mean, what, I guess, what else other than the flag football are you looking forward to? <laughs> Obviously, the expo on Sunday is going to be great. Yeah. But I mean, like. Just in general, what I mean, the parties are going to be great, all of it's going to be great. But I mean, is there yeah. anything specific that stands out to you? I mean, Queen's Classic, I
2: think, is going to be great too. Like, Draft Night, you know, Outland's we're, a whole we're bunch of stuff Saturday. yeah, we're so like this year, we've expanded the King's Classic uh, event into seven leagues now. We started year one with two, we're now at seven leagues. We have a dynasty league, we have an IDP league, we have. Um, the Of course, the college fantasy football that John yeah. Lobb has put together. But this year, we have the first ever Queens Classic with 14 of the top females in the country. We're talking... Britt Flynn from Fantasy Alarm, Lauren yep. Carpenter from FTN, you know, Lisa Ann, you know, from, from the Fantasy Uh Better Sports Network. Yes. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think all that. Kendall Valenzuela from Fantasy Life. There are so many smart females that are coming to be in this draft. We are so excited for that. They're excited about being a part of this. We want this to be a major part of this event. We want females to realize that, hey, if you play fantasy football, you should come in and check these out because yep. these, these ladies are just as smart as you, me, or anybody else here. Smarter. Don't smarter, yeah, probably, if not yeah. smarter, probably. <laughs> don't look at the sex and go, oh, other well, females, huh? no, no, I wouldn't want to play in that league. No, I, that's not a group. I, I, I don't want to play yeah. in that league. You know, I want to play, I'm gonna play in the regular King's Classic. Um, <laughs> you know, and so this is just part of the continued growth and, you know, really making this into a community event where there is nobody that we feel is like, okay, you shouldn't be here. You know, Oh, you're female. You shouldn't be here. Oh, you're, you know, we, we, this is this, this community has no problems with diversity. We want every person from every race, from every sex, from every, this, there is no, We don't want people to go, well, I'm not going to come because I'm this person. Or I'm like, I don't create content. No, you don't. Yeah. Or I don't create content or I don't do this. No, this is for all of us. We're all fantasy football nerds, geeks, whatever (laughs) you want to call us. We don't care because we have a community that supports each other, cares about each other and wants everybody to be here. So don't feel like, oh, well, I shouldn't come because of. No, you should be here. If you play fantasy football, we will accept you. We will love you. We will hug on you. We will care about you because this community is that way. There is no, oh, you don't belong. Nope, not in this community, people. That's not how this works.
1: And, and we got our pod daddy, Russ Fisher, Dynasty Outhouse, is very much a hugger. I think he's on his yeah. way, if not already there. And I know I'm looking yeah. forward to getting a hug from him, too. Obviously, though, when people are listening to this, they're going to be most likely already there and have had a good time or right. excited about maybe coming next year. So with that in mind, the last question I had for you is what what do people have to look forward to next year? Like,
2: what is your brain building up for next year? <laughs> what do you
1: think? Of this? Where do you get bigger than this? Right.
2: So set your schedules for next year, August 9th through the 11th. Right here, Canton, Ohio. Block it out now. But here's some fun things. Hey, all you folks out there that have a family. Hey, I've got a wife and kids. Or, hey, maybe the wife and the husband both play fantasy football. I can't leave them. I don't want to come to town. Hey, guess what? Fantasy football, the Hall of Fame Village, is building an indoor water park. Yeah. Indoor water park. Guess what? You can come drop your family off at the water park. They could spend all day Sunday in the water park. You can come over to the expo. It's going to be perfect. So yeah. don't, you know, again, we're trying to make this more family friendly. We don't want you to go, well, I can't come because of I'm married. I have kids. I have this. I have that. No, 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 no. Come in, come yeah. in, enjoy, enjoy the time, enjoy the water park. Enjoy. They have a, Ferris wheel. They have zip lines right on the campus. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like that's right. it's a freaking amusement park. And with the, with the water park next year, you, can it's basically like coming to, you know, Disney World for football. You can in tour the, of the hall nowhere, of fame. Ohio. It's beautiful in yeah. the middle of Kent, Ohio. <laughs> it's very inexpensive. Everything is 10 minutes away. This is not New York. This is not Vegas. This oh, is yeah. Kent, Ohio. This is Midwest USA folks. Yep. Come here, enjoy, enjoy the time, the camaraderie, the community. It's really a good time. If you can't come this year, I get it. It's happening quick. Yeah, Come next year, block your schedule, August 9th through the 11th um, and come enjoy this fantasy community that we all know and love.
1: Well, and I know a lot of people are going to be putting out a bunch of content and, and kind of preparing and things like that. I know that uh, there's going to be a, a couple of different live podcasts. I think even on Sunday, I think, Dynasty Trades and Five, I think, is doing a live show along with a couple of others. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you'll see. If you're not going to the expo, feel free to obviously follow along on Twitter. Yeah, be yep. doing, posting pictures, Instagram, all that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. Like I said, excited to see it tomorrow and excited to get in there and just kind of hang out with... All of these people I met on the Internet, which was, you know, 20 years ago was a terrifying thing. And now it's exactly <laughs> what I want to do in August. Right. Uh, but again, thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Obviously, you're at, uh, at Bob underscore long on Twitter. Bob
2: underscore long. And then also, if you want to follow the Twitter expo, which will be all the pictures and videos, it's at the FF Expo on Twitter. Follow that. You'll see all the pictures, all the videos. Great stuff. So many people will be posting you don't want to miss out. If you can't make it, it's all good, man. Live vicariously through us yes. for the weekend. Yes. Check it all out and then go, you know what? I'm going to be there next year. Super Bowl weekend, we'll announce You know the weekend. We'll have the tickets available. It'll be great. You don't want to miss out. Be here next year if you can't make it this year. We'll be here every year, the week after Hall of Fame. Next year, it's August 9th through 11th. Andrew, right. thank you for having me, brother. Always a great time. Can't wait to see you, man. We'll smoke some cigars tomorrow night.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Ocho cinco, those eighty-five cigars. So again, you follow got it, us man. at Dynasty Junkies. I'm Andrew Hall at Andrew Hall FF. Subscribe, rate, and review to the Dap Network. And with that, we're just gonna call it junkies out.